on the first line, quoting the Mishnah, the Mishnah that we had back on Daf Beis after it mentioned the four of Zizikin and the Haray of this one is not like the Haray of that one. It said, uh, Now that phrase is really a little bit superfluous. It must be coming to include something which was not already included in the Mishnah. So, quote, uh, right angles, three words from the Mishnah, What? Other cases that coming to include that was not already included. The Gemara is going to present us with four approaches, each one about 10 to 15 lines. First one is here, Amar Abaye. I circled Abaye's name, put a number one in the margin. About 13 lines later, last one line is Amar. The word before that is Rava. I circled Rava and put a number two in the margin. About 11 lines below that, last one line is Amar. Right before that is Rav Adabar Avai. circled Rav Adabar Avai and put a number three in the margin. And if you flip over to Amud Bey's, on the second line in the middle is Ravina, I circled Ravina, I put number four in the margin. All of them are coming to give their approach on what does the phrase Hatzad HaShavashopan come to include that we didn't necessarily know otherwise. So Amar Abaye, last week it's coming to include the following. Uh, it's a case, goes about a line and a half. Avanai Sakino Umasau, Sheini Chan Baresh Gagai, Venafu Baruch Metsuya Vehezikai. The case is, I left a rock, or let's say, somebody left a rock, he left his rock or his knife or some package um, on the roof right near the edge in such a way that a normal wind, we'll call it, let's say, a 5 to 10 mile per hour wind came, and uh, it uh, blew it off the roof, um, it was a regular wind, nothing unusual, and it uh, damaged someone. That's the case that apparently would not have been included by what we were told in the Mishnah. So the Gemara wants a little bit more specificity of what exactly this case is. Hechidami, colon, E, I squiggle underline the word E, E bahadi deka azli, if these things, when they were falling off the roof, damaged as they were falling off the roof, as they were going, before they landed on the ground, hainu eish, that's essentially, in principle, the same thing as eish, comma connector. What's the essential characteristics of eish? My shna, how would this be any different than eish? The nature of fire is there's some other clock, namely the wind when it comes to fire, that is mixed into the equation. And it's yours, like you started the fire. The responsibility to watch it is yours. Well, the uh, rock or knife or something that you left on the side of your roof, it's also, there's a the wind came and blew them off. And it's yours. And you had to be careful with them. In which case it already would have been included in the category of Eish. Ve'ela. So I squiggle and line the Ve'ela. Basr denaychi. Maybe it's not that it damages as it's falling off the roof, but rather after it fell off the roof and came to, um, and, and landed in uh, the Rishos Araba. Well, E, I double underline the word E. And four lines later, first one line is Alech, I double underline the word Ella, which is the second word on that line. So here's two possibilities. Did the person who's the owner of this thing make it hefker or not? If you made it hefker, well, then either way you look at it, Ben the Rab, Ben the Shmuel, who might hold of different things uh, in this issue, Hainu, Bor, they both agree that that would be a case of Bor. 
bore is, it's never shall rob him, and it's, it's negligent to leave it like that, then, because uh, how would this be any different? Comma, connector, maishna, bore, what's the difference when it comes to a bore, chicane? The nature of bore is, tchilas from the beginning of it, it was something that was uh, uh, liable to cause damage. It's in the Rishos HaRabim, it's a pit. Uma and you're the responsible party for it. Ushma Alecha, you have to guard it. Haninami, these things also. Tchilas HaSiyasan L'Nezik. The moment they fell into the middle of the Rishos HaRabim, they were destined to damage something, because uh, like a stumbling block in the Rishos HaRabim is not usually there. Uma Meincha, and it's your property. Ushma Alecha, the responsible to watch this upon you. Ella, so I double on the Ella. This is the other possibility, Deloy Afgarinu. Well, the owner was not Mafgar then. Let's say his knife or his big rock fell through Shazab, and he wasn't Mafgarin. Well, that, that problem, though, would still exist because Lishmuel da Amar, he says whether you're Mafgarin or not, Kula mi barla madnu. All of them, even when you're Mafgarin, the item, or even when you're not Mafgarin, the item, like our case, we learn it from Bor. Well, then, Hainu Bor. The Gemara concludes la'ilam. I vectored the la'ilam, and each one of these four approaches will have the final understanding of it. Here's the final understanding of this approach: la'ilam de afkarinu. So it's like your rock or knife got blown off the roof in a not an unusually strong wind, and um, you were mafkarit v'loidamu labor. It's not similar to bor. Why? Malibor, shikane ain kayak achar but when it comes to bore, there's no other thing, it's like no wind involved, there's just somebody falls in, basically gravity. Toimar, could the same be said, Bahani, with these things, and there is a kayakhachemurov in them. Well, says the Gemara, I'll bring Aish into the equation. Because Aish does have a kayakhachemurov boy. Well, Mala Aish, you can't bring Aish into the discussion. Shekane darker lechahazik. The nature of Aish is that it goes beyond itself and, and damages, whereas um, these things do not. So maybe these things should be potter. Well, the more points out Borto Yichiach v'Chazaradin and the logic valves, and that is the case. It was being included um, when the Mishnah had the phrase Hatsada Shava Shabahen. Rava has a second approach. What's included by that phrase Hatsada Shava Shabahen? Rava Amar Suye. Literally, it's a boar, or something that has the same nature as a boar, that can kind of roll around um, by the people and the animals that are walking in the uh, Rishus HaRabim. Okay, well, Hechidami, if it's one of those things that could be like a, uh, a stumbling block, a boar misgagal, Rashi says, um, about 60% of the way down the narrow lines, we'll see the Rashi inside. Uh, it, he left it like a big rock in the Rishos HaRabim. It, when it was in the place that he left it, it did not do any damage. However, it was sort of like kicked around and moved to somewhere else by people walking in the Rishos HaRabim, and there, Vehezeka Sham, it did its damage. That's the case. A boar that had rolled away from the place that it had originally been placed there by the person who placed it there. Hey, the Gemara, it's going to be the same structure in each one of these approaches. The Gemara first figures out what's the case. Hey, colon, I squiggle in the word E over here. Three lines later, at the end of the word line is an Ella. E, Dafgarinu. Well, if the Bailim was Mafgir, this thing that they had left out in the Rishas Rabbim, Ben Lerab Ben Lashmuel, Hainu Bor. It's the same principle as Bor and would be included in the case of Bor. Why? Maishna bor. Why, why would there be any difference between the case of bor? The moment it was 
uh, put over there in the Shosarab and the Bor, it was something that was liable to damage, and the responsibility of watching it was upon the one who uh, dug the Bor. Haninami, so these things also, there's Bor Misgalgel, Tchilas Vashesanezek, Ushmirasanelecha. Ella, so I squiggle learn the Ella, Deloyafkun, it must be the person who left this thing out in the Shosarab and was not Mafkarit. Well, like we said up above, it's still a problem will remain, according to Shmuel, who says, Kulam, all cases, so la'olam we vector the la'olam, this is the uh, conclusion of the Rava approach. What is the case of this Borah Misgalgel that would need to be included by the phrase of the Mishnah, and not already included in one of the cases that we had in our Mishnah? La'olam da'afgarinu, the person who left this uh, big rock in the Shosravim, he um, was mafkir it. Velo dami labor is not similar to a bor. Why? Ma bor shikane maasav garmu loy. The his actions, in other words, like his digging of the pit, is that which caused the damage. Now, taimar behani. Could the same be said by uh, the? Let's say a Borham is Galgel, Shein Ma'asav. It wasn't directly when he put it out of Rosh Hashanah. When he put it out of Rosh Hashanah, it didn't do any damage. It was sort of kicked around and moved to somewhere else, and there's where it did the damage. Well, says the Gemara, that shouldn't be a problem. Sure, Yoichiach. Because a shore, it, it's not some recent action done by the owner of the ox that makes the owner liable if the ox damages, because the ox itself goes out. And does the damage. Well, you want to bring from shore. Well, Malashor Shekane, Darkai Lelechol The nature of a shore is to go beyond itself and do its damage, as opposed to when you just put a rock out there. Rocks don't move on their own. Well, Bortochiach, Vachazaradin, Lorize, Kirize. And included from the phrase in the Mishnah, Sada Shavashabahen is a Bora Misgalgal. Period. Ravada Barava, who we circled, is a third approach, Amar. What is included from that phrase, that's Hadashav Shabahen, last week comes to include Hadasanya, that which is brought out in the following three-and-a-half-line brysa. Uh, this brysa is discussing um, people who have different, let's say, uh, um, liquids that need to, they need to get out. Let's say they have um, water that fell on the roof or a collection of water or uh, something. Are, are they allowed to just like, have that all spill out into the public area. Um, so, kol elu sh'amru, all the cases that the, the rabbis said, poiskin bivoyseihen ve'gorfin ma'aroyseihen, that they're, um, they can um, open up or release from their, uh, like, icky storage liquid areas or um, rake out or maybe shovel out the icky liquids from their caves, and, and it's being shoveled out into like a, a public area. If it's the summertime, you don't have any permission to do that um, because people could slip in that uh, water. Uh, however, if it's the rainy season, like the winter time, then yesh lahem rishus. They have permission. The owners of these uh, places have permission to have the icky waters uh, be uh, directed out into the public area. Even though they have permission, im haziko. If uh, these uh, liquids cause damage to somebody, chayavim l'shalem, there is a liability to have to pay. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Well, hechi dummy. Like okay, so if these uh, liquids did some sort of damage, there's a liability to have to pay. That's what's being included. That wasn't uh, known from the cases in our Mishnah. Well, let's get specific. Hechi dummy. 
colon. E, I we learn in the E, behadi dekazli. Let's say he's uh, um, shoveling out the liquid. If as the liquid is being shoveled out, mazki does damage, koho hu. That's really the koach of the person who was shoveling it out, in which case that would be a case of Adam. And we already had the case of Adam in our Mishnah. Ella, so I squiggle in the Ella. Basar denaychi, it must be that the damage being caused by these liquids out of the Rishos HaRabim is after the liquid sort of like pooled or puddled in the Rishos HaRabim. Okay, a little bit more specificity. Kama heichi dami. Was a person who uh, puts these waters out into the Rishos HaRabim, these icky liquid stuff. Um, was he mafka them or not? Colon. E, I double in on the word E to Afgarino. If he was Mafka, then, then Bain Lara, Bain Lishmuel, Hainu Bor. That's exactly the same case in principle as Bor, and that would already be included in our Mishnah. Maishna Bor, for why would there be any difference between a case of Bor, the the original creating of it is uh, liable to damage, and it's uh, yours, you're responsible for it, and the uh, ability to keep it guarded is upon you. Haninami, these things also. They uh, uh, tend to be uh, reasonable that they would cause damage, some sort of icky, slippery water on the Rishus Arabim. They're yours. The response to watch them is yours. So we double in on the Ella. It must be the low Afgarinu. You were not Mafgar them. Well, the Shmuel, that's still a problem according to Shmuel, who says, It's the same case as Bor, is it not? Well, says the Gemara Laolam, yes, we vectored the Laolam. Really, the case here of Ravada Baravas is to Afgarinu. The person who put the water out there was Mafgarit, the Lodami Labor. And it's actually not, or it's dissimilar to Bor. Why? Malabor, Nobody has permission to dig a big pit or a deep pit in the Rishus Harabim. Toimar Bahani, the same you're going to say about these. Dibarishus, we, we had cases as long as the winter time. The um, person who uh, directs his icky water out into the uh, uh, Rishus he had permission to do it. He just was supposed to make sure that nothing damaged it by it. But Taimir Bahani de Rishus, Shor Yoichiach, and then the uh, Gemara brings in the Shor, which you um, have a permission for it to be out with you in the Rishus Rabbim. Well, Malashor Shekain Darkai, Lelech Ulahazik. I double in the Lelech. Can't bring a proof from Shor because the way the Shor does things is it actively goes out and damages, whereas this is passive. And, and that, according to <coughs> Rav Adabarava, would be the case which is in, uh, being included uh, when the mission uses the phrase, And finally, the fourth approach. We circled Ravina, number four in the margin. What's being included by that phrase? Ravina Amar. Last week, it comes to include Haditznan, that which is brought out in the uh, following. Mishnah goes for about three and a half lines, the quote of a Mishnah in uh, Bava Metziah. Let's say someone had a tree on their property or a wall, uh, and they fell, his property borders on the Rishos Rabbim, it fell into the Rishos Rabbim, and did damage. Pater mi l'shalim. He is uh, off the hook from having to pay. Um, like it wasn't to be expected that they would uh, fall over a comma. Let's say, though, the uh, rabbinical authorities in town noticed that th- that tree looks uh, uh, strangely like it might fall. The wall is looking pretty weak. If they uh, sent a, um, a a court request 
giving, let's say, a period of time, it's called 30 days, Lock to say, Elon, we uh, hereby deem that tree that you have on your property to be uh, you know, a threat that it might fall down, and you have 30 days to cut it down, or Lister as a Kaiso, we see that wall seems to be pretty shaky, yeah, you better have 30 days to um, break it down and uh, build a new one if you want. Venoflu, and then let's say that tree of the wall fell, Besaikazman, within the time, let's say it fell 10 days later, Beziku into damage. The guy would be potter. If, however, it was the Acharzman, if it was after the allotted time that the court gave him to, to take care of the issue, the tree or the wall, Chayev, he would be liable. That's the case that's included. Well, ask the Gemara now, as it did in all the other three approaches. Hey, Chidomi, colon, well, what is the background circumstances here? E I squiggle on the word e afgira. The person was mafgir, his uh, co-seller is Elon. Ben the ben the Shmuel, Bor. That's the same case in principle as Bor, comma connector for Maishna Bor. What's the defining characteristic of Bor? De Hezeka Matsui. Oh, it's quite common. If you have a Bor in the Shazram, then someone will fall in it. Ushmira Salecha, and the responsibility to guard it is upon the person who is responsible for it. Hani Nami, these things also. Hezeka Matsui, like a big tree or wall that fell over the Shazram, and certainly uh, damage is uh, to be. Uh, expected quite common. The responsibility of uh, watching it is upon you. Okay, comma e I squiggle and in this word e e If it was not made hefker by the owner, well, still we have a question. All the cases of um, something that's a problem in the Rishus Harabim me This is the same case as bore. So the Gemara clarifies, yes, we vector the la'ilam, la'ilam da'afgarinu. The owner, when the uh, wall or the tree, the one that fell in through Shazrab, it had been made hefker by the owner. The lo'dami labor, but it's not exactly similar to bor. Here's why. Colon, malabor, shekain tchilas asiyasa lenezek. From the moment that bor came into existence, it was uh, liable to damage. It was like in the Rishus HaRabim. Toimar Bahani, can you say the same thing be said by the tree which was planted in this guy's property or the wall, which maybe is the border between the two? Shein Tchilas Asiyas, the beginning of those things was not Le Nezek. Well, Shor Yoichiyach, Malashor Shekein Darkoi, Leilech Ulahazik. I double underline the Leilech, Borto Yoichiyach, Vechazaradin, and the logic evolves, and this is the case that was coming to be included. Uh, when the Mishnah used the phrase Hatsada Shava Shebahen. The Mishnah continued, three words, it said, Ukeshehizik, uh, this overall principle, when a person's uh, stuff damages, Chav Hamazik, I squiggle on the word Chav. Now, I didn't say Chayev, it just said Chav, Chav Hamazik. Okay, that's two words at right angles. What do you mean, Chav? Chayev Hamazik, I put that in a phrase marking and emphasize the word Chayev, it should say he's Chayev, what's the word Chav? Chayev Hamazik, connector me by is what it should have said in the Mishnah. Well, you know why the Mishnah uses that uh, sort of like abbreviated term? Amarav Yehud Amarav, Haitana, because the author of the Mishnah, he was actually a Yerushalmi. Yerushalmi, who in one of the defining characteristics of Yerushalmis is they use the least number of uh, words or letters they need to get their points across, Detani Lishna Kalila. They uh, are uh, known for having uh, very uh, condensed uh, usage of terms, and therefore if you can get the same point across using the word chav, as you could chayev, they'll say the shorter word chav. The Mishnah then said, l'shalem tashlumei nezek, that the one who did the damage is going to have to pay the um, compensation for the damage, 
And then it said, uh, uh, the Mishnah concluded, with the best of the land. Okay. Tanurabon, and the Gemara brings a brisa, goes exactly four lines. The Pasuk, in describing this scenario, says, The best of his field and the best of his vineyard shall he pay. Okay? Whose vineyard? Whose field are we talking about? There's two people. There's the Mazik, the one who's responsible for the damage, and Nizak, the one who was damaged. Well, Machlikis, Rabbi Shmuel, and Rabbi Kiva. First opinion, Metiv Sadeu shall Nizak, the uh, best of the um, a field of the one who was damaged, Metiv Karmoy shall Nizak, Div Rabbi Shmuel. We boxed Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel's approach is like this that uh, let's say the animal, uh, my animal went into your field and ate a section of the field. To assess the value, we see, well, how much, let's say it was uh, uh, 20 feet by 20 feet, the area that was ruined. So you take the uh, a 20 foot by 20 foot area of the most expensive part of the uh, field that the um, Nizak has, how much it's worth now, how much would be worth with no payros, and that's what has to be paid. That's the way Rabbi Shmuel understands the Pasuk. Rabbi Kiva, who we boxed, Oimer, Lobal Kosov Ella Ligvoisla Nizak in Minaidis, the Kalva Khimer Lactish. Rabbi Kiva has a different way of understanding it, that the Pasuk is, is coming for no reason other than, in other words, why is it coming? To collect when it comes to damages from the Idis, the Idis of the Mazik. So Rabbi Shmuel's understanding the best of his field, that his field is going on the Nizak. Rabbi Kiva's understanding the Metav Sadir, the best of his field, to him is the Mazik. We basically make a dollar assessment or a shekel assessment. We give a value of how much was damaged. And then if the person wants to pay in cash, he pays in cash. But either if he wants to or all he has is land, he has to pay the best of his land, the idis, the highest quality. There's three qualities of land. There's idis, bainanis, and ziburis, high quality, average quality, low quality, has to pay from the idis. And the kavachamr, the hektash phrase, we'll get to a little bit later what that's doing in there. Okay, verbi shmol. Now, the way we explain verbi shmol is very hard to understand. So, I have an ox that goes into your field and, and eats a bunch of uh, food there. And if it ate achal shmena, mishalim shmena. So, if it ate like some uh, very uh, expensive fruit, very expensive produce, it ha- I have to pay uh, shmena. Achal kechusha, but if it ate some very uh, weak, some very thin, some very not as good produce, mishalim shmena? Like, why would the one who's responsible for the damage have to pay the same amount for both, regardless of what the damage was? Well, Amar of Eddie Baravan, I half-boxed Eddie Baravan and called him number one. Six, seven lines later, last word line is Yankiv. I half-boxed that name, Ravacha Bar Yankiv, and called that number two. So here's the first approach. The Gemara says, uh, Amar of Eddie Baravan, Hachel Mayaskina, what's the case for Rabbi Yishmael? Kegoin Sha'achal Aruga, Bein Harugais. Okay, so you got a field. You got a whole bunch of different sections. Some of your sections have more valuable stuff growing in it. Some has less valuable. The one that was eaten by my ox, we don't know exactly what was in there. Loyadinan, was it the potatoes or was it the kiwis? Loyadinan, ikechushachal, ishmeinachal. It might be obvious if those are the two cases, but is it the more expensive or less expensive? Demishalim, shmeina, in case you don't know then the amount that uh, me, it's my animal, caused the damage, we'll have to pay is as though it was the more expensive. Um, literally, Shemena is the fatter uh, or, or the richer um, section. Okay, Rava says, well, one second, there's a problem with that. Amar Rava, 
Uma iluyadina. And if we knew for sure that the section that my animal ate of uh, the other guy was a, a less valuable, literally chusha is leaner, um, then I'd have to pay for whatever its value would be as a, uh, a, a weaker, not as good section of uh, Produce hashed. However, now deloya din. What we don't know. Was it the less expensive, the more expensive? But bottom line, at the end of the day, the guy whose field was damaged by my ox is coming to me to take away my money. And usually, we say the one who is requesting that something be given to him from somebody else's stuff. The burden of proof is on him. So why should he automatically get the assumption that more is coming his way? Unless he can prove otherwise, less would be coming his way. Ella? Oh, he's squiggling around the Ella. Ella Marav Bar Yankov, a second approach. The case here is giving Shahisa Idis to Nizak, Keziburis to Mazik. So you have two people here. The Nizak, we'll call him a simple man. The Mazik, we'll call him... I don't know, uh, Bill Gates, very wealthy man. So the best stuff that the Nizak has, the one who was damaged, is like the worst quality land of the Mazik. Ubehaplig, and this is the Machlokus, between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva, as follows, Colin Rabbi Shmuel, who we circled, Savar, Bede Nizak Shaiminan. The assessment is made based on what the Nizak, the one who was damaged, has, whereas Rabbi Akiva, who we circled, Savar, Bede Mazik Shaimina, and that no, the assessment is made based on what the Mazik has. When we see the best of his fields and the best of his dreams, who's the him? Rishmo says it's the best of the one who was damaged, and therefore, as long as what's being paid is equivalent to the best of the Nizaks, that's good enough. Whereas Rabbi Kiva says, no, it's the best of the Maziks. Now, my time at the Rabbi Shmuel, I know the Rabbi Shmuel, here's the reason why. In the Chumash, Shmois Chafbez, Pasuk Dalid. There's the first part of the Pasuk and the second part of the Pasuk. Nehemar, it says, Sada Lamata, the word Sada field in Pasuk Dalid, later part of the Pasuk. Venemar Sada, also Lamala in the earlier part of the Pasuk. Ma Sada Ha'amor Lamala de Nizak, the Sada that is said earlier when it's clear that his field was damaged, that's the field of the Nizak, af the Sada Ha'amor Lamata, so to the Sada which is mentioned later, as, as far as from his field he shall pay, who's the he? Bede Nizak. In other words, you keep the uh, person who is the owner of the field the same consistent throughout the Pasuk. Kama, for Rabbi Akiva, I know Rabbi Akiva's name, um, what would he say to you? He would say, no, look at the phrase. The phrase says, Meitav Sadeu Umeitav Karma Yishalem. End quote. That's a five-word quote. Let's read it. The best of his field, we don't know who the his is, and the best of his vineyard, he shall pay. Oh, so who's the he? The one who's paying, that's the one whose field we're using to assess it. That equals the one who's paying. In other words, it's the uh, field of the mazik. Okay? Kama. Rabbi Yishmael. I am not Rabbi Yishmael. That is like a simple reading of the Pasuk. He agrees, though. He says, though, Ahani Shava, the Ahani Kra. Both are um, effective here for teaching us the halacha. There's the Zera Shava, the Sada Sada, and there's the Kra which certainly implies the best of the one who is paying, meaning the best of the mazics. Colon. Ahanik Zereshava, underlined Ahanik Zereshava, 
Also, though, on the other hand, Rabbi Shema will agree, and I underline two words, Ahani Kra, the Pasuk is beneficial, like the Pasuk, which certainly indicates we're talking about the Mazik stuff, Kegain, for the following case. The Isle Le Mazik, the Mazik, the one who's responsible for the damage, he has um, high quality land and low quality land, nothing in the middle, just high and low. Kama, Vidis Lenizak. And the one who was damaged only has it is all of his qualities are a plus quali- all of his properties are a plus quality properties, comma. Now when you compare the two though, the ziburis de mazik lo shavya ke idis de nizak, that the ziburis the lower quality stuff of the mazik isn't up to the idis of the nizak. In other words, the idis of the nizak is in between the idis of the mazik and the ziburis of the mazik. Demishalim, in that case, what does the Mazik have to pay? From the best of his stuff, because the other stuff he has is worse than the best of the Nizak stuff. Demishalim lay, the Mazik will have to pay the Nizak, me meitav di day. Kama, deloimotsi amar lay, the Mazik is not able to say when he has to pay, he can't tell that fellow, the Nizak, and he's going to pay him, hey buddy, ta'at gavi miziburis, Hey, why don't you come and collect from uh, the lowest quality stuff I got? Kama, Ella, rather, Gabi Mimetav. The one who is going to be able to collect is going to be able to collect from the best stuff that the Mazik has. Period. Adkan.